The big question is, how does someone with MS actually improve their mobility, strength, energy, independence, the list goes on. If you want the answers, you're in the right place at the right time. Whether you're newly diagnosed or have had MS for over 30 years, whether you have relapsing MS or progressive MS, this podcast is for you. My name is Dr. Gretchen Hawley, physical therapist and multiple sclerosis specialist. Welcome to the Missing Link podcast. Tune in as I share the top strategies to help you gain control over your life with MS using only the best insights, advice, and research from top industry experts. Not only that, you'll learn MS-specific exercises and tips to stay consistent, motivated, and inspired. Ready? Let's dive in. Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning back into the Missing Link podcast. Today's episode is going to be a bit more personal. I have been asked frequently about my wedding planning. And up until now, I've been very active on YouTube as well as Instagram and Facebook. And I feel like wedding planning, there's just so much to it. It's hard to think about sharing that in just a post or an Instagram reel. So I thought this would be a good opportunity to update everyone who's interested. And not only that, but I promise I'm going to bring my wedding planning story around to also talking about balance and walking with multiple sclerosis. So it might be a stretch, but we're going to get there. And it's a tip at the end that is extremely important. And it's something I'm asked about frequently. So let's just jump into it. I got engaged this past June, June 26th, 2021. And oh my gosh, I will share in a different, uh, a different episode how I got proposed to, because it was just crazy. I had absolutely no idea. It was amazing. My twin sister was involved. It was great. But today's about wedding planning. So I was engaged in June and I was thrown into this wedding planning immediately because I don't know if you've heard of this term or not, but I learned quickly that everyone in the wedding world is referring to this season that we're in as a wedding boom. And the reason for that is because all of the brides and couples who are going to be married during COVID had to push their weddings back. So even though we're planning on getting married in September of 2022, almost every date was taken at venues because people who were going to get married during COVID pushed their weddings back. And now there's all these new people who are engaged trying to get married in 2022. So it has just been a crazy whirlwind. I've never planned a wedding before, so I don't know what it's like in normal times, I would assume still crazy, but we're just thrown into this. So immediately I was added to a Facebook group for Western New York weddings from a friend. And that group has been so helpful, but everyone is saying, you know, get your venue right away, pick your date, get your photographer, DJ food, get everything right away. So we decided to first start with a venue. And for those of you that don't know, I grew up in Western New York on a farm. And I have said for as long as I can remember that I've always wanted to get married in my parents' barn. And 
What you don't know about this barn is that it is not set up in any way, shape or form for any type of event. It is a working barn. We have had chickens and goats and lambs in there. We also have a bunch of equipment. My dad is a maltster. So he makes malt and sells it to breweries and has a bunch of equipment in there. So this would require a lot of work. So my fiance and I went to my parents' house and looked at the barn as a potential venue. And pretty quick, we felt like it would be amazing, but oh my gosh, so much work. And do we want the stress of that? So we walked around to other options, their front yard, the backyard. Again, it's in the country. So there's, there's several options and we really, really liked it. We also were considering different barns, and these were definitely more modern barns, almost just really buildings that were made to look like a barn. So we looked at a few of those. We looked at some outdoor venues, and we also looked at some breweries. And I'll touch back on this later because this has something to do with MS and walking and balance. So we looked at a lot of different places. We ultimately decided to get married in my parents' farm. So I'm really excited. We chose for the ceremony to actually be in the front yard, assuming it's going to be nice weather. And then the reception will be in the barn. So yes, it's going to be a lot of work. I will think about that when it gets closer to the date for now. I'm just excited that I will be able to make my dream come true. And now we're moving on to all of the other things. You know, there's a photographer, DJ food. And just to give you an idea, I have reached out to five photographers. Three of them were already booked on the day that we chose to get married. One of them was free and we had a call scheduled for last Friday. And she texted me on Thursday saying, Hey, Gretchen, can we meet today? Instead, I have someone else interested for your date. And I was working with a client virtually that day. So I had responded maybe two hours later and I said, sure, you know, what time are you free? And she responded saying, I'm so sorry. They wanted to work with me and they paid me on the spot. So that one was taken up and that's literally what's been happening with every vendor. So fortunately, I'm not the type to stress out easily. I am a problem solver. So I immediately will go to the next option. But fortunately, I haven't been too stressed with all of this chaos yet. So anyways, we found another photographer who is going to be photographing my friend's wedding as well. So we're actually meeting with her tonight after I'm done recording this episode. So I'm really excited about that. We also met with a DJ. There is only one local DJ that I have found who is available on our wedding date. And fortunately, he sounds amazing. He has great reviews from people in this Facebook group that I'm part of. So he sounds really great. I was a little worried about acoustics in this barn. It's for those of you that know, it's a Wells barn. I don't know if you guys know what what that is or not. And I actually don't have too much information, but one thing that means is very, very, very tall ceilings, very long. So I don't know how the acoustics will be, but I'm excited to get a DJ. We were considering a band for a bit there. And I actually have one of my best friends who is a bridesmaid has a friend who's the singer of a band. And so I thought it would be so cool, but ultimately with the spacing and, um, you know, just all the logistics, we've decided to go to the DJ. So we've got that done. So next up is food. And this also comes into play with MS. So I'll, I'll bring that around as well. So many different options. You know, when you're hosting a wedding at 
a residence, you can do whatever you want. So we thought one really fun, non-traditional option would be food trucks. And there's several in this area. So we thought that that would be really fun. But we realized after reaching out to a few that we are slightly too far away. We're in a town right between Buffalo and Rochester. And that is just far enough away where food trucks don't always want to come to us. But also they don't book, they don't reserve their weekends until January. So we felt like that's a little too long to wait to reserve something considering most caterers are also already booked on our day. So we've found a few. I emailed eight different caterers and five were already taken on that day, but three of them were not. So we actually are going to be scheduling tasting one day, hopefully next week, but it might be two or three weeks from now. And that just seems so cool to me. My twin sister got married in 2017, but it was a destination wedding in Cape May, New Jersey. If you've ever been there, so gorgeous. I love that area. But I also was living in Boston at the time and she was living near Buffalo. So I wasn't really part of the planning and they didn't do a tasting anyways. So this taste testing, I just am so excited for. It seems like something you see in movies. I didn't realize it was something that they actually did in real life. So my fiance and I are going to invite our families along and hopefully it'll be like a fun Thanksgiving dinner, but with wedding food instead of Thanksgiving food. So that's going to be coming up soon. Um, other than the food truck and this caterer, we were thinking, okay, well in a barn, do we want to do stations Or do we want to do a buffet or a plated meal? And I've gone through highs and lows of each of these situations. And I feel like it's so easy to get caught up, especially right now with all the planning. It's so easy to get caught up in all of that. But ultimately, I just keep reminding myself, you know, at the end of any day that feels stressful, having to deal with these cancellations and trying to find a new plan. I do feel like I would also be totally fine getting married in my backyard with my family and like just my closest friends, like a super small gathering. You know, I just feel like I'm so, yes, it's fun planning a wedding like this, but I'm just so excited for this next chapter that I don't really care how I get there. You know, it could be a very small backyard wedding. It could be a big wedding, you know, it could be anything in between, but I'm trying to just focus on that big picture because none of that truly matters to me. It'd be, it'd be nice to have good food and a tent or good DJ, but that's not really what's important here. And and I love that. I feel that way because it takes all of the stress completely out of it. But one thing that I've been thinking about this entire time, whether it's the venue or the food is accessibility will this wedding be accessible for anyone that we invite to come? And we're only planning on inviting about 130 people. And that's one of my biggest thoughts in the forefront of my mind. When we were looking at one of the breweries, we loved it, but it was on the fourth floor. And my fiance didn't think anything of it. He was, you know, in the mindset of, you know, people will climb. They're here to see us get married. They'll climb the stairs. But my mindset was, Well, yeah, they would, but what if they get up those stairs and then they're just tired and they can't really enjoy themselves because they're, they're achy from their joints or that was really challenging for them. I don't want anyone to be uncomfortable just getting to our reception or ceremony, you know, or 
so obviously we, we nixed that one. We're not going to be getting married at a brewery anymore, but even thinking about grass, our ceremony ideally will be in the front yard. Well, will that be challenging for someone to walk on grass? These are things that I've thought of or the food. I think it'd be really cool and slightly non-traditional to have stations where people can get up and go to each station to get their food instead of a buffet or plated. But again, my first thought is, but will that, is that accessible for everyone? Will they be able to stand up, go get their food, hold on to their plate while they're walking back. And maybe I'm just overthinking this, you know, but it, that's something that is always on my mind. Will people not, not just wedding planning, but for anything, even I've thought of my future home and I've thought to myself, should it be one story or should it be somewhere that can at least be modified so that I can put a ramp on it in case someone needs a ramp to get into my house. So this is just something that's always been on my mind. So as I continue with my wedding planning, I'm going to be trying to make these decisions so that it's easily accessible for anyone and everyone who does attend. But how I'm bringing this around to you, I'm getting to my main point here with wedding planning and MS and balance and walking is I get the question a lot of, okay, so Dr. Gretchen, my walking is improving and I'm so excited that I have reduced foot drop and I can lift my leg more and walking's getting easier, but only in my house. As soon as I get to the sidewalk, it vanishes. As soon as I get to the sand, it's so much harder. Or as soon as I get to cobblestone, brick, wherever it is, it's just not the same. It's so much harder. And I have a tip for you. First and foremost, please know that you are correct. It is harder. It requires more awareness, more balance, more strength to be able to lift your legs enough when you are on uneven surfaces. Again, whether that's the sidewalk, a yard, um, the sand, anything. So one tip is keep going with your strengthening exercises. That's going to be the best thing that you can do to get your strength better, your balance better, your flexibility better. However, another thing, and people forget about this a lot. Another thing that you can do is to put yourself in that situation as practice. If you are going to be walking on sand. Let's actually, let's use the example. Let's say, you know, you're going to be invited to my wedding and you know that the ceremony is going to be on a yard, meaning you might have to take a few steps on grass. What I would recommend you do is go to your backyard or front yard or any yard for that matter and practice walking in the yard slow and steady. If you don't normally use an assistive device, maybe you don't need to use one on the yard either. However, it wouldn't hurt to maybe carry a cane or a trekking pole just for safety. Because two things, one, it is harder to walk on uneven ground, but two, your brain isn't used to it. And when your brain isn't used to something, even if you have the strength to accomplish it, your brain can freak yourself out to the point where you can't do it at all. So yes, this is a strengthening exercise, practicing walking on the grass, but it's also a mental exercise. So not only 
Will you have practiced mentally on the grass, walking on the grass, feeling the unevenness of the ground, yet moving forward anyways, whether it's one step or 20, but also when my wedding day comes and you get out of the car and you see the grass, you can tell yourself, I've done this before. Your brain will not be as afraid. It won't freak out as much, resulting in you having more stability and more strength and balance because your brain, your emotions will not get in the way because you've done it before. It's not as scary. And I can't tell you how important that is. So if possible, put yourself in the situation that you know you're going to be in that scares you a little bit. And when you're in that situation, practice walking there. But if you can't, at the very least, imagine it so that when that day comes, whether it's vacation or a holiday that you're taking off for, when that day comes, when that moment comes where you're going to be on uneven ground, you're prepared physically and mentally. It's equally important. I hope you find that helpful. I hope you enjoyed learning a little bit about my wedding planning. I can definitely keep you guys posted as as I continue on this crazy journey. Our wedding date is going to be September 24th of 2022. I am so excited. I don't know if you can tell by, as a listener, but my smile is just so wide right now thinking about it. So definitely excited, but thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope you tune in to our next episode. And until then, I also wanted to let you know that I am doing an extra giveaway. So if you listened to the very first episode, you'll know that if you take a screenshot and share it on social media and tag me, you're going to get an entry to win a complimentary live exercise class with me on Zoom. But something else that you can do right now after this episode, if you're just loving these and you want to support me, I would love it if you would follow my podcast, rate my podcast and write a review. And when you do that, I'm going to go through every person that has followed, rated, and reviewed, and I am going to be giving two extra points to earn a one-on-one call with me. So if you are at all interested in that, we can review some of the symptoms you're feeling, the goals, we can just talk, whatever it is that you're looking for. So I hope that you're finding value in all of these episodes and in this podcast overall, and that you'll take me up on this giveaway. Thank you for listening to today's show. I am beyond grateful to have you as a listener. So as a thank you, I have something special just for you. I created a bundle of resources exclusive for the listeners of the Missing Link podcast who are looking for more guidance and tips to champion your life with MS. To get these resources, head over to msinglink.com forward slash insider. That link will be shared in the show notes along with links to my social media handles. If you loved this episode, it would mean so much to me if you shared it with a friend. Or if you're on social media, take a screenshot right now and post it to your page or your stories and tag me so I can personally thank you for helping me get the message out to other MS warriors. Thanks again for joining and be sure to tune in next week for another episode of the Missing Link Podcast.